let's check in on what's happening with the BC port strike. Today marks the 10th day that the port strike in BC has been going on. We're going to get into why this is so important and just how much it's costing the economy right now and potentially down the line with our guest who's an economist at the School of Public Policy at the University of Calgary, Dr. Kent Fellows. Dr. Fellows, thanks for the time. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. So let's just talk a little bit about the BC port strike. Why is this something that is so important? There's increased attention and increased tension on this day by day. Yeah, it's it's a really qu- critical port for uh, for Canada's economy, um, particularly Western Canada, but really all of Canada. So you know, if you're if you're looking around at you know just the things around you, uh, anything that you've got that wasn't made in North America, or anything that you've got that has a part that wasn't made in North America, if you're sitting here in Canada, there's a pretty decent chance that that part or that thing, whatever you're staring at, came in through the port of, of Metro Vancouver. Uh, it handles a huge chunk of our economic traffic, particularly the economic traffic uh, coming out of the Asia-Pacific countries and, and in fact, stuff that comes off the west coast of the U.S. So it's a really critical part of our infrastructure to keep our economy running. So there's a tremendous amount at stake here then? Absolutely. Uh, Not just for imports, but also for exports. So you think about agricultural products that we might be sending overseas. You think about uh, bringing goods in to support our domestic businesses, if those are coming from India, China, anywhere in the Asia Pacific. Just a huge chunk of that trade. It's the largest port in Canada by a pretty significant margin, uh, which makes it critical for the whole country. But like I said, even more important for Western Canada sitting here on the prairies. So, Dr. Fellows, I've seen quotes that say that this could be costing our our Canadian economy at least $500 million a day. Is that an accurate kind of understanding of the, the cost of this? So it's, it's hard to know when we're right in the middle of it what it's costing us right. per day, but uh, but the, the magnitude of that is probably not far off. So we know that on average that port is doing just under a billion dollars worth of trade in traffic every day. So it's about $800 million depending on the uh, depending on the metric you use. Now that's going to vary time of year. You know, we're probably bringing in fewer consumer goods right now because we're not ramping up for, uh, for the big consumer shopping uh, season at Christmas just yet. Uh, and it's also not hitting at a particularly bad time for agricultural exports so we're probably a bit lower than than that uh, 800 uh, uh, million dollar uh, figure right now but the other thing to remember is the longer the strike happens the bigger the daily impact right. is um, because you think about these supply chains you know I'm talking to someone in agriculture over the weekend about this um, they've got feed stocks in place you know they, they have those inventories but they're drawing them down right now and if you get to the point where the inventory is completely drawn up that's when the economic pressure kind of goes into multiple overdrive there. So the longer this takes to resolve, the more costly it's going to be and the longer the shock's going to be because it's not the case that, you know, the the day they go back to work, you snap your figures and everything's fine again. You've got a tremendous backlog because you think about that $800 million, that's backing up every day right now through the system. Yeah, that's, you know, actually a really, I think, important point to make is because I've been thinking about that, you know, when you do return and hopefully this is going to look like a return quickly to try to deal with all of that it's going to it's going to take some time until we really get this thing back on track does a strike like this dr fellows make canada a less attractive country to want to do business with on a global scale I mean, I think if it translates into longer-term uncertainty, it might. Uh, and I think that's pr- 
probably some of the nuance that's going into the conversation right now. If the federal government isn't thinking about that, I think they should, right? Because they've got a history of intervening in these kind of strikes before with back-to-work legislation, um, and that resolves the problem quickly, but that can have longer-term implications as well. Uh, All the research kind of shows that once you have a federal government step in and issue back-to-work legislation, the next time the contract comes up for for, uh, renegotiation, it's much more likely that the federal government will have to step in again. So I think right now they're really trying to work towards a resolution between the two parties rather than kind of bringing the hammer down on that uh, because that could have longer-term implications. But it seems that it's already really come to a boiling point. There's no giving in to pressure to end the strike it's i mean what could this ultimately look like how long i mean i know you don't have a crystal ball but can we kind of predict how we might think this could play out it's really hard to know. So we have, you know, pre- the, the most recent precedent a couple of years ago, there was a similar strike um, at the Port of Montreal. And that one was resolved, I think, more or less overnight with, with the federal government stepping into back-to-work legislation. They haven't done that this time. So we know we're kind of uh, out of out of scope on, on that sort of as a reference point. Um, it's also really hard to see from the outside because these parties don't like to negotiate in public. You know, they want to keep that at the negotiating table to the extent possible. So there might be leaks here or there, uh, but I think it's really going to come down to uh, wage rate and cost of living increase is a big issue. You know, we know we've got the inflationary pressures economy-wide, and that's hitting a lot of different sectors that are kind of running into these uh, types of, of uh, disputes over uh, over pay rates. And uh, I think there's also some concern about uh, job security with mechanization or outsourcing. So I think those are the main issues. And, um, you know, if you're an optimist, hopefully they can find common ground there, but we are going on 10 days. So this is a pretty big deal. So speak a little bit, if you can, Dr. Fellows, about how this is affecting our economy nationwide. Are there, are there certain industries that are more heavily affected than others? Uh, I think there will be long-term. So uh, automotive uh, sales is probably a big one because a lot of that traffic moves through there. If the delay continues on, I wouldn't be surprised to see agriculture hit. Uh, we know the railways are, are already pretty unhappy with this because um, they're dealing with backload issues. Uh, you know, if you're trying to send containers west or if you're trying to bring stuff east, uh, that's really throwing a wrench in, in their works. But I think if you're, you know, if you're listening and you're concerned about this as a, as a household consumer, um, I'm not sure we're going to see really acute impacts on household budgets. There will be impacts, absolutely, but it'll be really hard for your average consumer to draw a straight line between what's happening with their whole household budget and the port strike because this is such a broad impact. So really, it's it's kind of economy-wide. Like I said off the top, anything that, uh, that you purchase or use that uh, is not made in North America or has a part in it that's not made in North America is probably uh, going to see a, a shock to this, that there might either be availability issues that you might not be able to get something, or even if there aren't availability issues, you'll see the price go up as uh, firms start to use price to ration uh, their, their supplies. Okay, Dr. Fellows, thank you so much for your insight on this and providing a little bit of clarity to, uh, to what this means for Canadians. Let's hope we get a resolution soon. Really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Take care. That's Dr. Kent Fellows, economist at the School of Public Policy out of the University of Calgary, talking about the BC port strike now into its 10th day and costing the Canadian economy an estimated $500 million per day.